All right, welcome to the Author Your Brand Show's book publishing guide. This is for a step-by-step -step guide for authors. And before I get into the details of this, let me just uh, cover a few basics. Um, we do these weekly trainings every single Thursday uh, for about 20 minutes to give all authors, especially entrepreneurial authors, some great ideas, strategies, tactics, and things they can actually do to get their goals met, to get your book out there, to get, make it happen. And one of the funny topics that comes up all the time in our business is a topic of publishing, publishing, publishing for authors. What does that mean? We're going to get into that and rapidly go through pros, cons, ideas, options for you. Number one, I have a big promise for you. This is a 20 minute training, no long origin story. We're just going to get right to it. My promise to you is you're going to walk away from this 20 minutes with a clearer idea of how and where to publish your book. Okay. So the problem. The problem is we're using a term that was, man, it was designed by Gutenberg. I mean, it's a very old term, this word publishing, which kind of means printing, but in the traditional sense, back in the, you know, most of the 20th century, it meant printing and distribution. Well, it's not 1999 anymore, and yet people still have this conception of, I need to get a publisher. Uh, so we're going to talk about the differences between distribution, printing, and most importantly, in all publishing, there's a thing about ownership and copyright, which I think a lot of people kind of gloss over that. So there is a solution here. I'm going to clarify these terms, give you some clear options and pros and cons on all of them. You're going to have options. You're going to have new information, things you're going to say, whoa, I didn't know that. That's going to help me decide which way to go. And at the very end, of course, I'm going to give you a ton of free resources to help you in your journey of becoming a uh, best-selling author. So next 18 minutes, I want you to set aside your beliefs, your ideas, your misconceptions about publishing, distribution, and marketing. Just wipe it away, set it aside for 18 minutes. Last two minutes, I'm going to talk about what we do. But for 18 minutes, it's all content. And I want you to always keep in mind to treat your book like a business. You might enjoy writing. You might not enjoy writing. But we're not talking about becoming a best-selling writer talking about becoming a best-selling author, and there's a difference to that. So key point number one, what is publishing? Traditionally, it meant I had a printing press and I can print your book up for you. And this worked for hundreds of years. I need to get a publishing deal. I need a publisher. And we still use that term, even though Amazon has completely flipped the idea of publishing. You don't need to go to New York and beg and borrow and sell your soul to a traditional publisher to get your book done. You can go to Amazon right now, upload your file and publish your book. It's not about printing anymore. It's about formatting and distribution. So publishing, it's kind of a weird term. I have a hard time using it myself because I know that people have this misconception of it. So let's clarify what it really means today to get your book out there and to get your goals met. And it's not about the word publishing, printing, marketing, and distribution. Those are all words. They have double meanings and they cross over a lot. I'm going to talk to you about the key thing that people need and need to understand, especially nowadays. And you've seen it in social media, of course. It is the attention economy. The economy is not centered on content anymore. Content used to be king. No. Content is everywhere. I can look up on Google anything I want. Content is everywhere and anywhere. It's about attention. So when we use the word publishing here in a minute, I'm going to be focused on the attention that your book and your manuscript can receive based
based on the channel that you choose. Okay. So there's basics, right? There's three big buckets here. There's traditional publishers, there's self-publishing, and there's a thing called hybrid publishing. I'm going to go through all these pretty quickly. Um, if you have any questions, you can always message me later. Um, traditional publishing basically happens anywhere from a company that has a printing press and a distribution uh, channels or channels. And most of these distributors, publishers, distributors, they have a hard time talking about it. They're based in New York. It's a very good center for publishing. It's you know one of our oldest cities, so it's, it was the hub of publishing for many, many years. Self-publishing can be done mainly through Amazon. There's other smaller sites out there you can use to publish your book, but Amazon has really taken over on that. That would be the self-publishing channel. The third one, the third one, hybrid, a little bit interesting. It's is people set up a company, calling themselves a publisher. They take manuscripts in, and they generally charge you a fee to publish with them, and they promise distribution, and they'll give you better royalties or larger royalties than a traditional publisher. So the first line there, I'll just say New York publishers is a, is a way to understand it. They generally give an author an advance on his manuscript and they own the manuscript and they give you royalties for it. Hybrid, hybrid guys will generally take your book in, may or may not own it and generally give you larger royalties. And Amazon, of course, lets you do all that and you keep uh, about 35 to 70% of your royalties and uh, you pretty much own it, okay? So let's go on more specifics here on this. What do you really need? What do you need, right? A lot of people look at their book and their manuscript and their publishing dreams, and they have this dream of becoming a New York Times bestselling author. I want to get an Oprah. I want all these things. I want a publishing deal from Penguin Books or Random House. What do you need, right? Do you need that? And if so, more importantly, why do you want that? I talk to people every day who say, I want to, I want to, I want my book to be in a bookstore. I want to be a New York Times bestseller. I want this notoriety of being successful. I want to become a successful known author. Okay. And they think that becoming a New York Times bestseller or an Amazon bestseller is the way to do that. It's going to say, Hey, it's going to tell the world that you've arrived, that you've done something. And that's kind of true. But a lot of people get it backwards. I'll explain that when we're all done here today. Let's cover these in more detail. Traditional publishers, these companies have been around for a long time, uh, hundreds of years maybe, 90% um, of them have gone out of business in the past 20 years. And this is because of, you know, big orange, right? Um, Amazon is like, hey, you don't need to go to, I don't need to go to these places. And those places have a revenue model, which is really um, restrictive in my opinion. So I'm going to talk about the bad things and a couple of good things. So right. number one, it's by application only. And most manuscripts get rejected by traditional publishers. And it could be about the book, but they never really see the book. They usually see what's called a query letter. And they're going to tell you, hey, based on your influence, your database, who you are, your topic, your idea, we may or may not want to publish you. And if we do, we're going to own your copyright, own all your intellectual property. Okay. And we're going to give you some royalties for it. That might even give you an advance. This is kind of sexy for authors to get an advance on a book that hasn't even been written yet. Because this is off of a query letter. Here's my letter. Here's what I'm going to do. Here's my proposal to you. Will you give me some money for this? And I guess most time they don't do it. Um, most people get rejected because they don't have what they're looking for. What are traditional publishers looking for? And this is a key part here. 
traditional publishers, especially the ones that are left over, right? They're like, oh my gosh, everyone's going out of business. I'm still around. Why are they around? Why didn't they go out of business like most everybody else? It's because they have to make money. How do they make money? By, by paying you? No, by book sales. And also sales of products go with the book. So in order for understanding what they want, you can understand if it's going to be a good fit for you. Their interest is in paying you as little as possible for as short a period of time as possible, right? Otherwise, they don't make money. So they're going to pay you a small royalty. And you have to have a lot of things in place to pull this off, right? You've got to have a marketing plan. You've got to have an already established yourself as an influencer. If you don't have at least 100,000 emails and 10,000 people on LinkedIn, they're not even going to look at your book idea. You've got to have a what they call a platform of people who are ready, willing, and able to buy that book. And if you are lucky enough, if you're one of the chosen few to get a, a publishing deal, then they own your book and they pay your royalty for the copyright that you've sold to them. And maybe you sold it for a ten dollars or $20,000 advance. That's kind of fun. But after that, they own it. And they don't just own your book. Every single publishing contract I've ever read, and I've read a bunch, always start with this. You can obviously negotiate this if you got the clout. They start with, we'll give you an advance, we'll give you royalties, and we own every single iteration of your manuscript in every single form of media, print, digital, video, audio, in every single language for ever or for five years, whatever they're going to do in their, their agreement. And also they put in there, we also have the first right refusal, first right of refusal, meaning that anything else coming out after this, they get first crack at it. So I'm, I call that slavery myself. I don't really think that's a wonderful deal to, to sell your future ideas to somebody because they gave you a deal for 20 grand and a two to 5% royalty for a few years. But some people like it. There's a lot of prestige with saying, I got published with Penguin or Random House. There's prestige with that. You cannot deny that. People, whoa, I've got a, a deal with a New York publisher. So that's the that's the big benefit to that. Distribution-wise, they do have better distribution than the other models. They are already have their wholesalers and their agents getting those books into bookstores, airports, uh, retail outlets, and on Amazon, of course. So they'll get distri distribution for you is, is solid with a traditional publisher. The caveat, the hard part is, of course, getting accepted because they don't really take new people on. On the opposite side of that coin is self-publishing. Wow, this is a fun one. No application. I've, I've always said that um, the self-publishing era has been the best and the worst thing in the world. It's the best because, man, anybody can publish. And it's the worst because anybody can publish. So there's no application. You just take your manuscript, make sure it's formatted right, and click some buttons, and you're a published author on Amazon. It's kind of fun. Um, nominal setup fees. You can use their system to actually format the book, but I recommend going outside and getting it done professionally because there's a lot of uh, multiple write at Microsoft Word. It's buggy. It's not really good for publishing. It's good for Word docs, but not for four-color offset printing. So you need to have some setup, some work done to make sure it's formatted and laid out properly. They are the number one distribution outlet. Um, I People say, I want to see my book in a bookstore. Have you been in a bookstore lately? I have. I go every month or so. And I'm usually like the only person there. 
I, I don't really know um, how that works anymore. I know that people get books in bookstores. I've seen it. Um, you can have a book launch there at Barnes and Noble locally. We can show you how to do that. But after that's over, a traditional publisher has a, usually an agreement that after six weeks, if your books are not moving, they get shipped back to the publisher to be shredded because the inventory is not selling and it's dead inventory and it costs them a dollar or two and it's cheaper than to shred it than to, than to warehouse it. And I've been in one of those warehouses. I've seen literally a mile of boxes of books going to the shredder. It's horrifying. So self-publishing is generally prints on demand. Somebody buys a book, you click a button and Amazon prints up that one book, off it goes. No inventory and you can market however you want to use Amazon as your distribution and publishing platform. There's a range of royalties to them. It's, it's a little convoluted. You have to take a deeper dive into figuring out what you want to do there. But generally, you can get 35 to 70% royalties on your ebook and print book, depending on which way you go and where you want it to go in terms of national, international. Um, with Amazon, there is no um, first right or refusal on your next um, book. There is no international rights you're giving up. You can print your book and have it distributed in as many countries as they serve. And you can even get it translated and get all the royalties from all different countries based on your book, whatever you've created. Um, when you go to look at this prestige thing, right? Um, Random House or people use the word self-publishing. Oh, you self-published. Why is that negative? It's negative because it's free and easy. You didn't have to go through the gauntlet to get a New York publisher to, to handle you. So when you say you're self-published, you're instantly downgraded into a lower caste. You're like, oh, yeah, you're one of those self-publishing guys. You didn't get a publishing deal. And it's kind of true. People look down upon it. I'll say this one thing, and we'll come back to it maybe another time. But they say that without having read the book. Right? Think about that. If I was to ask you, hey, what's the best book or the last best book you've ever read? And you gave me a title. Now I say, without looking at the book, tell me who the publisher was. 99 times out of 100, nobody has a clue that the best book they've ever read, like, oh, is that from Random House? Is that a Penguin book? They don't know. Nobody cares about the publisher except the author. Only person who cares about the publisher is the author for this prestige thing. What about the reader? That's who you're doing the book for. You want eyeballs. You want the attention. Remember, attention economy. You want the attention of your readers. So who do you care? Why do you care who prints and sends out your book? We're talking about shipping and printing. These are commodities. You don't, you, caring about the publisher is, is kind of weird, especially when it's so hard to get one. Self-publishing is very easy. I highly recommend it for most people course, let's talk about the third one, which is hybrid publishers. Hybrids are fun. Um, I have some friends in this industry that do very well with it. They're basically a publishing house and their company with a website and all that. And they will submit, you submit your manuscript to them and they'll do things for you. They'll create your cover. They'll edit it. They'll print it. They'll ship it. And there's generally some fees involved with either uploading it or editing it. It's a wide range there. There's Hundreds of companies that do this, you could get dizzy looking through all of them. Um, but there's limited distribution because they don't have the, um, 
the channels into all the bookstores and universities and libraries and all that stuff. That's pretty hard to do. That's where the traditional publishers will shine. But of course, we have to ask ourselves, where are your readers going to get their information besides Google? Where are they going to buy their books? Are they going to the library? Are they going to bookstores? Are they going to Amazon? Are they going to a trade conference? Are they listening to their friends talk about it online? And when they do, when they want to order that book, which is easier, which is more comfortable for you to order from? From some Joe Blow site or Amazon.com? We have a real strong trust, most of us do, with buying things on Amazon. So getting your book printed and distributed through Amazon is fine. And you can do that through a hybrid publisher. That's the thing people don't talk about. You can actually, um, depending on who you're talking to, you can have your book on Amazon through a hybrid publisher and they can order it through there. Ownership is mixed. Some people will give you full ownership. Some give you a percentage of it. Royalties are also generally higher than traditional, but they're always going to retain some amount of that royalties because they're um, in business to make money. Okay. There's going to be definitely setup fees with that. Not many hybrid publishers do it for free or pay you for sure. Most of them are going to collecting a fee to distribute, print, edit, and do a lot of services for you. So understanding their business model is critical. If you don't understand the business model of who you're dealing with, uh, it's dangerous. So they're in business to make money and they do it through not just book sales, but all the setup fees, editing, design, things that they do in, on, the, on the front side. And that's, that's good for them. Um, there's another opportunity that's a fourth one that's brand new. And I know it because I'm involved with this company. Um, a decentralized publishing, it's not like, you know, NFT or blockchain, but it's the same concept of having a publishing company, publishing and distribution set up by and for authors. There are zero setup fees. As long as you've got your own cover and manuscript, you can upload your book there at no cost. You can have it go through Amazon as well. There are, um, are royalties paid. And instead of the royalty being 2%, 5%, 20%, it's 100% to the author. And it's per book. So all international rights, future works, all go to the author 100%. The author also retains 100% exclusive rights to their materials, print, digital, audio, video, and speaking. Everything is yours as the author. There's free marketing assistance available because we want to encourage authors to publish with gratis. Oh, that sounds great, Doug. Wow, all this free stuff. What's the business model? Okay. The business model is not based on the 1940s model that New York publishers have. It's not based on the 2000 model that Amazon has. It's based on the attention economy and the decentralized version that they've chosen to go, which is let's attract authors to publish with us. We'll give them 100% of their royalties. They own 100% of their book and we'll take no revenue from it. Geez, how do they make money? It's the same way as asking how is uh, how does Google, YouTube, or Facebook make money, right? They you put your own content on those platforms and they run ads against it. Did they run ads the first year? No. Grass is less than a year old. They are building their volume of library of content. They are attracting good quality books, mostly nonfiction, some fiction, every genre. 
and you can publish there for free and your book will always be um, available to the public there. You'll have all the royalties, all the ownership. And in a few years, as their library builds, then they'll probably turn on ads or other revenue models. But since it's decentralized and it's author centric, the authors will never be charged. Um, they'll never lose their, their copyright. They'll never lose any of their royalties. That's a document that is in stone. Other business models of sharing or ads will, will happen in the future. But for right now, it's a free thing and it's, it's something everyone should, should look into. So takeaways, what are takeaways here on the, on the show today? Number one, the prestige of New York publishers is kind of antiquated. And I say that knowing that Gratis is from New York, right? They're a New York publishing house, but they're doing a new model. So I'm going to, if they were in Missouri, it'd be easier to say, but they're based in Manhattan. Um, but the takeaway is New York publishers, antiquated. Publishing really means marketing nowadays. You don't need a printing press, right? We can do this print on demand. Other people do it for you at no cost. And regardless of what you do, traditional, hybrid, or self, you are ultimately responsible for everything, for your content, your distribution, and your marketing, okay? So conclusion is there are three things to keep in mind as you're selecting your publishing and distribution and printing route. Control, you have options, and there's revenue. Consider those three items when you're electing to go a path with publishing a book. Get clear on your ideal outcome. Do you want the fame or do you want the impact? Do you want the revenue or do you want the brand awareness? You can sometimes have both of those things, but each of those channels gives you a, a majority of one or the other. Traditional publishers, more prestige, less money. Self-publishing or hybrid publishing, more money, less prestige. This is why I'm excited about Gratis because they gave you the best of both worlds. New York Publishing Prestige, 100% of the royalties. So with that in mind, keep in mind that no matter what you do, all communities, marketing, outreach, everything is done one person at a time. And this is frustrating for people who are into internet marketing because they want to blast things out and, and have you know a thousand people on their webinar and whatnot. But at the end of the day, groups of people don't read books. Individuals do. Treat them with respect and you'll make a, make a bigger impact. Um, so my last two minutes here, Office of Impact, what is it? It's going to be a, a speaker's bureau. I'm going to have a lot of details for this in the very near future. It includes a 20,000-person database of organizers, people who hire speakers, um, influencers. There's marketing resources there. Trainings like this with downloads you're going to see in a minute are all available to help our authors market their book and make a bigger impact. Um, and there's email templates and phone scripts, things you can do to get on those podcasts, to get on TV, radio, um, how you can influence an editor of a magazine to take one of your articles to support your book. Um, and I'm very proud of this part. There's going to be a LinkedIn influencer program to help any author create a LinkedIn a stream of connections on LinkedIn that are interested in buying your bulk and also interested in buying bulk books. That's probably one of the key things that most people don't talk about. I want to share with you guys is we've got a, a marketing program, which is focused on LinkedIn, but it's really designed to help you and your, your message get into the hands of hundreds of thousands of people, one influencer at a time. So for details on that, you'll have to um, subscribe and connect with me later. Um, that's the Authors of Impact thing. To become an author of impact, 
Um, we've got a, a charter membership invitation um, as of the time you're seeing this. We've got insane discounts on things there. There's press release work. There's TV and movie connections. There's free book publishing with gratis. There's interactive trainings. There's TEDx talk trainings, um, podcast guesting. We're going to give you actually access to getting um, on almost any mid-range or lower tier podcast with a really good email templates and calls that we do to help people get on podcasts. Media connections. Um, there's a full page feature of every author um, that's going to be featured and distributed to over 100,000 other business owners. There's going to be a lot on this program and there's going to be a waiting list, right? So if you want to get on this list, um, please just email me if you're watching this live at Doug at DougCrow.com. And if you're watching the recorded version, there's a button below. You can click on that and check it out. And membership and author of impact will be free. Um, there's obviously going to be a paid level later on. But to get things started, resources, connections, um, email templates, everything you need will be free of charge and available to you. So I look forward to meeting you and reading your book. This is Doug Crow, and have a wonderful day. Thank you.